Life Eternal Radio welcomes you to a healing service held at Birmingham, Alabama with Bishop Margaret Wangari held on May 12, 2019. This is part one of four of the healing service. Join us for the rest of this recording in the coming days. Life Eternal Radio. Be encouraged, be inspired. As always, give. If you're broke, I, I am calling the people from Bishop's Church. If you are broke, you should. <laughs> Don't say I'm broke, I won't give. The answer for broke people. <laughs> okay. I'll stop there. Amen. The answer for heaven is always given. The answer or problems on earth is always give, always a sacrifice. Always a sacrifice. Heaven responds to sacrifice. Heaven always responds to sacrifice. Oh, I told you, uh, Lighthouse, they were interceding for us. Let's uh, appreciate right house. God bless us. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Okay. And if you want to use your debit card uh, or cash up, see Brother Wanyaki. Where is he? That is the brother. Uh, see him for cash up and a square if you want to swipe in your card. Okay, and children, children, I am told you should sit next to your parents. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> Stay close to your mother. Amen. Are you ready with the offering? Before any key takes it, just lift it. If you are giving with your cash up, lift up your phone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
But we want our hearts to be softened by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. So tonight, help me bring the woman of God, Bishop Margaret Wagari from Kenya. And uh, really, 
There were so many questions going on, and I was answering them, and some of them I did not answer, and I told them not that I don't want to answer, but next time. But there is one question I was did ask, and then I said uh, I might share it here before I give the word of God. And the one who was asking, when he did ask, I look eyeball to his, you know, eyeball to his boy, and then he said, "Well, you may answer me, or you may not answer me today." Praise God. Uh, my name is uh, Bishop Dr. Margaret Wangari from Kenya, Banana Hills. I love the Lord so much, and I have dedicated my life to Him. As I said the first day, I don't have any other testimony that I have. People, they have testimonies of what they used to do. Me, I don't have that. Because already, God the Almighty came and took over in my life when I was a small girl. And since then, I have been in Him. He is a close friend of Margaret Wangari. So, my life, my testimony is all about His goodness. Praise the name of the Lord. I give God all the praise for that. Amen. There was a time that there was this man, if I remember his name, he's from here. He started the full gospel businessman. Shandarian something something. Aha. Uh -huh. And when he started it, it came to Nairobi. And then I was invited, and I didn't know, because there were so many speakers, whether I would get a chance to minister. And they gave me the chance, and I ministered. It happened that the brother to the late, uh, His Excellency, the first president of Kenya, Jomo Kenyatta, was there. And they did mention about going to Israel. There were many people going to Israel, but I did not count myself one of them. And when I was preaching, as I told you that the Lord God know my case, He came and He met my case. Praise God. Amen. The brother to His Excellency, that is Mugai, he paid for my trip going to Israel. He paid for my flight, first class. He paid for the hotel, five star. He gave me the pocket money. What a mighty God we serve. After preaching, he called me aside. He said, this is your ticket. I said, my ticket? Going where? Uh, he told me, just read it. And then I saw it, I said, wow, praise God. And then I, I really appreciated it. I went and I shared with my parent. And I said, this God, I will continue serving God all the days of my life. You know, I got my passport when I was a minor. And what made me to get my passport, I used to be a sport girl. So I used to run, I used to do so many things. And... Uh, so, when I went to the immigration, they said we are going to support her because she's very supportive to the nation. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. God is a good God. Then we went to Israel. We were a team like our eight to nine people. And four people, they were missionaries, and they were all from the same church called Pefa, and I was the only one uh, that I didn't, I didn't know whether I am, I am in the Anglican or I am in the Pentecostal. <laughs> that was the time 
when I was trying to find myself, where do I belong? But initially, I myself, because it's good to speak about yourself, I loved my church. Yesterday, you cannot be a man of God without your genesis. That is my genesis. And I cannot deny it. Because I got saved when I was in Anglican Church, and I continued in Anglican Church, so I will never deny Anglican Church. That is, that is my genesis. Praise the name of God. And I'm very proud of that. And they know, because that is where I came from. Praise the name of the Lord. The way I cannot deny my father and my mother, because they are my parents. Praise the name of the Lord. I remember one day, my aunt, when my mother went to be with the Lord, my aunt came and told me, I can be your mother. I said, look here, aunt, you will never, and you can never be my mother. You will remain my aunt. What my mother used to do, you cannot do it. You cannot. You cannot do even half of it. So my mother is my own mother, and you are my aunt. Praise God. So what I'm trying to bring to you is, God is a wonderful God. Even when you think that God is not thinking about you, God do think about you so much. When you think that he does not love you the way you would want, I want to bring that in clarity that he does it in a big way. So we took a flight to Israel. And when I reached there, I never knew the people I am going to meet. Nobody told me. You know, I wasn't told that I'm going to speak. All what I was told is that we are going to Israel. But the moment we landed, then I was told, Margaret, you'll be the second speaker. Okay, I didn't know who was going to be the first speaker. And it's always going to be ready anytime you go to a meeting. And then, when we entered, who was preaching? Catherine Coleman. When I saw that woman preaching, I said, Lord God Almighty, this is God. She is a general. Praise the name of the Lord. So they came afterwards and they told me, you are going to be the second speaker. I said, no, you cannot do that. She <laughs> I said, no, you cannot do that. She is a general. You cannot call me after her. You would have called me before her. I counter my senior and my general. Praise the name of the Lord. I used to go to Finland and they will tell me the white Catherine Coleman came and left. When she came to Finland, she will be told the black Catherine Coleman came and left. So we never met. So that means those people, they saw something in common in me and also in Catherine Coleman. When Catherine was preaching, man or oh man. I saw God. I know when Osborne came in my country, so many people got saved. The healing took place. Dogs are several too. But what I saw in Israel, I marveled at my God. I saw crippled men walk into hundreds. I saw, I don't know what I did not. I saw everything. And that woman, she was so humble, down to earth. Talk about meekness. She was humble, down to earth. When she sat down, I went again and I said, you know what, you did a mistake. I am not supposed to stand after her. And they came to me, they said, you are the second speaker. Nobody else is going to stand, it's you. I said, Lord God Almighty, I want to stand with you. I'm not going to argue with anybody, but God be on my side. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
then I stood. Then I said, okay. God, I thank you because you have healed everybody. Thank you for saving and thank you for doing what you were supposed to do. But I told people, just raise up your hands and continue thanking the Lord for what God is about to do. But there was one man who was at the balcony and he was devastated because since that meeting started, the man never got healing. There is one thing I read in the book, one, one of the book of Catherine Kuman, that she used to get devastated. And I must confess, not only her, everybody who has this gifting of miracles, wonders, and all that. Sometimes we get devastated when you see people, they brought people in front of you, and you see others are getting healed at the back, others in the middle, and there are others seated looking out to you, and they are not receiving their healing. You get so devastated, and you say, Lord, why are you doing this to me? And I remember one time, Catherine prayed, and so many people got saved. But there were people in front of her, but they never got healed. And one man who was a cripple, he received Christ, but he never got healed, you know, physically. But when she was running, going to the hotel, somebody ran towards her and told her, you know what, Catherine Coleman, there is something that I want to share it with you. And Catherine said, no, I don't need anything. She went and closed the door. But she kept on, he kept on knocking the door. Catherine did open the door. And that man said, Catherine, I wanted to say something. That man you saw in that wheelchair, he was not healed. He never walked. But God performed a miracle for her, for him. And he received Christ. Amen. Catherine, I want you to understand that is the greatest miracle of all the other miracles. Because if Christ will come today, he will go to be with the Lord. Catherine knelt down, cried out to the Lord, and said, Lord, help my thinking. Because I think like a human being. Praise the name of the Lord. I stood. Then I continued. He worshipped God. And that man was in the balcony before I did finish worshiping God and praising God. The man was there standing. I didn't know how he came. And I saw there people coming from the balcony and they were carrying wheelchair. And all of a sudden, he said, I want to speak. I said, you want to speak about what? You cannot even understand it, but let me speak. I gave him the microphone. I said I came here from the day one, but I never got healed. But today when we were worshiping God, when Margaret stood, the Lord came. I don't know what happened. And then he kind of flew, and the Lord God was with him. I saw him. If you ask me how he came there, I don't know. And he said, I am healed. And he said, that is my wheelchair. My sisters are bringing it in the name of the Lord. That is what the Lord God can do. After that, when he gave me the microphone, I saw other crippled men started walking. Others, they threw their wheelchairs and others, their crutches. I said, Lord, do you want to tell me that there were other people remaining after Catherine Coleman preached? And the Lord told me, I do what I want. I deal with my people the way I want. Praise the name of the Lord. We went on with that conference and then a time came and we were supposed to have dinner, a special dinner with the Catherine Coleman and uh, the missionaries that we were together with, they called me and told me, you know, this is a very special day that everybody is shopping because of this dinner. Because you don't know whether you're going to be caught by her because Catherine 
Anytime, you know, we hold dinner for her, she calls somebody to come and sit with her on her right side and then on her left side. And make it so easy and clear. And I told them, you know what? I don't care about that. All what matters to me is that I will die with Catherine Coleman. It does not matter whether I'll be behind, in the middle, wherever I was seated. But history will remain that Margaret Wangari was there when Catherine Coleman had dinner. So I did dine with her. So all what you're talking does not make any sense to me. They say you don't understand. I say I do understand. I am not going to do no shopping. What I came with is my best. I will wear my best and then I'll be contented as I will go for that dinner. They thought, Margaret, be sharp. I was. But I knew my, it's true, but I knew my God. And actually, I never prayed that Catherine would do anything to me. Nothing. But before we went for dinner that night, I remember I told God, Father, I am here where you used to be, Jesus Christ. Would you come and visit me tonight? I would want you to come and visit me. Come, Lord Jesus, speak to me. I want to. I want to hear you, Lord. I want you to tell me something. I didn't know what I was asking for. The Lord Jesus came, and in my room, the light came so bright. I said, Lord, this is enough. He said, Margaret, this is the beginning. And the house was full of the glory of the Lord. And the light came directly to me. I fought myself out of bed. And I was kneeling down. I said, Lord, I thank you that you have come. He said, this is the beginning of everything. I won't tell you exactly what happened that time. But one thing that I want to share because of the one who did ask about Catherine Coleman, the Lord came and told me, I am taking Catherine Coleman home. That is one of the main things that the Lord spoke to me. And when we went for dinner, we were all queuing and walking slowly by slowly. And Catherine Coleman, he said, hey girl, of course there were so many girls, so we were all looking to see who is she calling. Then he said, hey girl, then I saw she's looking out to me, man. He said, I said, me? He said, yes. And you know her heart just come. <laughs> then I, I just went to her and she said, you know what? I know you because when I go to Finland, they say the black Catherine Kuhlman was here. I told her I also knew you because anytime I go to Finland, they will tell me the white Catherine Kuhlman was here. <laughs> that was the introduction. Then she told me, sit down on my right side. Wow. 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 I sat down and then I said, Lord, this is the day. I had shared with the one whom I would call that time a, a father kind of or a mentor. Let's say he was a mentor. I told him, the Lord came and told me this. He told me, you know what, Margaret, I know you, but please don't dare share anything. See, you know what? It is not you I have just told you. And you are giving me warning. It is God who gave it to me. If you want me to share it, I would. In the name of the Lord. And the moment I sat down to Catherine Coleman, I was waiting for her to call the other one on the left side. She never called nobody. We sat that table to a pass. Then, 
Lord unto me. Mama, can you come? You. Let's come here. And then she told me, just look unto me eyeball to eyeball. I said, man, I don't know what is happening. And then she told me, tell me what he told you last night. Because immediately he left, he came to me. I said, Catherine, the Lord God spoke to me and he told me that he is going to take you home. He, she told me, I know. And for this purpose, that's why you came in this conference. I say, okay, for this purpose, okay. Then he did ask my two hands. Mary, can you come? I hold her and she hold me tight. And she told me, Margaret, for this purpose you came. And that time she's looking me eyeball to eyeball. She said, I cannot go to America with it. I didn't know what. But I want to release the mantle unto you. Hallelujah to the love of God. I want to release the mantle unto you. I will not go back with it in America. For this purpose you came. I don't know why and why you are seated there. I don't know why you came in this meeting, but I want to share unto you and tell in that that who made you to come today, he is more than willing to give you the mantle. I don't know how he is going to do it because when I received it, my life was no longer the same. And any time I speak about it, I can feel that anointing. It is just like yesterday. I feel it and I know what happened that day. And I want to share it with you and tell you that you are here because it is being ordained for you to be here today. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there is God in heaven who cares for them. Those people think that they are nobody. You may think that you are nobody, but in the eyes of the Lord you are somebody. Hallelujah to the love of God. And so today, I am answering that question that I was being asked by a young man. And I said, I am not going to share it, but I would share it in the church. Today, if you need it, the Lord God is here to give it unto you. The Lord is so generous. And when you are having the mantle, believe me, the mantle does not belong to you alone. It belongs to the congregation because the mantle comes with the anointing. And when the anointing is there, you will do exploit. Praise the name of the Lord. And so today, I yes, give God a cry.
who was and is and is to come. He is going to remember you in his own way. How many believe that? He is going to remember you. I believe, Mama, you cannot be the same. Your life will never be the same. I can tell you even when I am sharing it, it is kind of like it happened yesterday to me. Hallelujah to the love of God. I give God all the praise because today it is yet a new day. Praise the name of the Lord. I believe them, those who are together, now you have the testimony. Now you know what happened. Now you understand the Lord God Almighty blesses the one he wants to bless. You cannot force the Lord God to do anything. He does it the way he wants to do it. He has his own methodology. And I give God all the praise. I give God all the glory. Because today, it is your day. Today, it is your day. How many believe that today is their day? Today is your day. And I am trusting God together with you that Jehovah, the great I am, he is going to do it. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. We give God all the praise. I needed to answer that question and share it. And that testimony is, I believe it is in my book. And if you want to know me more, then you can see it in that book. And the Lord God will bless you. Hallelujah to the love of God. Hallelujah. You know, when you talk about the mantle, even though you have been given 20 years ago, it is still flesh. When you talk about because it's there and it is permanent and nobody else can take it away from you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But there is a price because after that, I know there was a price. There was a price. But I paid it and I'm holding on and I'm trusting God that he will continue assisting me in all ways in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. So, I know the Lord took Catherine, but that, that does not mean that everything is gone. He's still the same God as he was the time of Catherine, so he is even in our time. Hallelujah to the Lord. I request uh, Pastor Jacob to read for us from first one up to first eleven. Church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, the sword, and 
because you saw that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. And now it was during the days of the unleavened bread. And when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to the four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping bound in two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison and struck Peter on the sides, I raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Guard yourself and tie your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put up your garment and follow me. So he went and followed him, and did not know what was done by the angel was real, but God was seeing a vision. When they were past the first the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord, and they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and all the expectations of the Jewish people.
and you walk according to his own will, and you keep his commandments. That means you are a friend of God. You have agreed to do anything the Almighty God will command you to do. And when King Herod took Peter and put him into prison, that was a deal. Because he knew the day of unleavened bread, there will be so many Jews in the area. And so he was kind of wanted to do it when every Jew was there. But I thank God because our God is a great God. Our God is a true God. I don't know, but I know my God is a true God. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know whether I am speaking to somebody because men and women of God, when you see them shining, you see them, that the glory of the Lord God is upon them. The cost, the price is too much. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the king, he had prepared to kill Peter. But I thank God, the moment the church heard, there were some intercessors. They went and they locked themselves and they started interceding for my brother, my senior brother Peter. Praise the name of the Lord. And they continued interceding. And they interceded. They stood in the gap. You know when somebody is in there in the prison, you cannot. It has come back again. You cannot praise the name of the Lord. You cannot pray for yourself. But I thank the Almighty God because great is his faithfulness. When he was there, hopelessness. But he trusted in his God. The intercessors were being quickened by God. And they started interceding for Peter by the grace of God. I want to speak unto you today and ask you a question today. As Dr. Masharia said, today is the day that we are going home. Not with a stony heart, but with a flesh heart. We are going, not carrying in a grudge. We are going. We will not have any crime, neither commotion towards each other. We are going to forgive each other so that the body of Christ will be strengthened. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But my question is, even though kind of I have the answer, how many of us we would hear that Reverend Camille is having a hard time and you decide you are going to intercede for him and you are not interceding for him so that you may get anything out of him. You are doing it as a commission. And I believe God, when you do it, then the Lord God will pay you back in his own way. But today, it is only few people could be here in America. You are better off than us in Africa and also better off than Asia because I was in Asia. And you see that people in a state of standing with each other, they keep on fighting each other. When you hear your brother is having a problem, that is a time for you now to sit on the dyer and you start talking about him and you say, I knew it. It is going to happen like that. I knew it. Even God, as others will say, even God spoke to me. When the Lord God spoke,
you. 